I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive, the podcast that asks, who said business news needs to be all business? I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Today, I want you to join me. We're going to walk to a local pub. We get there early and we've decided to split rounds. Nothing out of the ordinary, but as the night wears on and the pub fills up, the rounds are getting more expensive. I wake up the next morning, check my bank account, and I realize I spent way more than I budgeted. What is going on here? No, I haven't been drinking too much and losing track of how much I've been spending. This is the world of dynamic drink pricing. And it's being ushered in by one major pub group in Britain. It's surge pricing, except for a night out. And we're here to tell you this is just the tip of the iceberg. Dynamic pricing is popping up in more and more parts of life. With more data and new technology, we're moving into a new world where retailers can adjust prices instantly and optimize based on levels of demand, supply, and even try and predict how much we'd be willing to pay. It's Wednesday, the 27th of September, and today I want to know, in the era of dynamic and personalised pricing, will we ever pay the same again? To talk about this today, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates. It's Simon Harvey. Simon, welcome to The Dive. Hey, Sasha. Very interesting topic today. Yeah, this one caused a lot of conversation in the Equity Mates office. And it all came off the back of one story that you brought to us, actually, that a mate of yours told you about. It's the fact that UK pubs have introduced dynamic pricing, dubbed colloquially unhappy hour. What is going on? What is going on indeed? So let me start as well, Sasha, by imagining a scenario like you did in your intro. Mm. You're at the pub, you're enjoying a drink with your friends, but there's something different this time. You see a notice on the bar that reads, dynamic pricing is currently live in this venue. What is happening here? It would make me nervous for sure. (laughs) Well, I got a WhatsApp over the weekend from my friend back in London, Max. Max is very well versed in the local pub scene. Shout out to you, Max. And he was describing this exact scenario. Max was sitting in a pub owned by Britain's biggest pub company, Stonegate Group. If you're ever drunk in a pub in the UK, there's probably a good chance you've been in a Stonegate Group pub. They've got brands including Yates, Be It One, and a Slug and Lettuce. And they have recently introduced a dynamic pricing policy across all their locations. Think of it like surge pricing. Basically means the cost of drinking will go up at popular times. I think we're all familiar with dynamic pricing from Uber the cost of the same trip changes depending on the supply of drivers and also the demand from riders. And the other examples that come to mind are, you know, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, they introduced dynamic pricing and that's when you saw those record prices going up on Ticketmaster. But also airline tickets, the price of a plane trip is constantly moving depending on how soon that flight is, how full the plane is, 
whether there's been school holidays or even how much you've been searching for that same flight online. But Uber and airlines are online purchases. It's really interesting this is starting to move into the physical world, if I can say that. How does that work? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. The surge pricing will kick in when the pub's at their busiest hours and you could see drinks going up by, I think, around 20 pence, which is roughly 35 cents in Aussie dollars. And then prices will just return to normal at less popular times. So pubs generally aren't putting price tags up around the beer tap, so it shouldn't be too hard to implement. Um, not sure how they're going to deal with prices listed on the printed menu, though. Yeah. Probably a clunky asterisk. <laughs> yeah, a clunky asterisk that you have to read at the bottom to see how much you've got to pay. So basically, I mean, you can see where the nickname comes from. It's an inverse happy hour and unhappy hour, where instead of getting discounts during quieter times or to encourage you to kick your night off at the pub... You're paying extra for the privilege of enjoying your drink when everyone else is enjoying their drink as well. Exactly. And this is how many pub goers have viewed it and how the media are really running with this one. An inverse happy hour, an unhappy hour. There is a bit of background context here as well on both sides of the equation. From the consumer's end, beer prices have gone up around 25% since 2019 in the UK due to inflation. So the average pint has gone from £3.70 to now nearly £4.60. So it's been a tough time for pub goers and beer lovers. But from an industry perspective, it comes at a time where the industry is also really struggling. There's been a significant number of pub closures with two pubs shutting their doors every day in England and Wales in the first half of this year, according to government statistics. Stonegate Group themselves, they state the system is introduced to offset increased costs of staffing and licensing requirements. Okay, so is it just Stonegate pubs at this stage? At this stage, yes. But as I uh, said earlier, it's one of Britain's largest pub groups. So if it works, we may see more following suit. Well, we come into the pub a lot. We come in morning, noon and part of the evening. Why would you put our prices up when we've been here all day? I think driving people um, into pubs at times that are off-peak is probably a good thing. We all work different shifts and hours these days. It's already as expensive enough as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We so can't, it's, like, like, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy pub. that they're going to up it even more. Well, it's bad news for UK drinkers. Commiserations to friends and family of yours, Simon. But this story as well is far from isolated. We're going to take a break and then I want to come back to Australian shores and discuss another controversial example of dynamic pricing, but this time at one of our largest supermarkets. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to The Dive. Today we're talking about dynamic pricing. Simon, before the break, we spoke at length about this unhappy hour at one of UK's largest pub groups. But let's now turn to unhappy shoppers at Australia's largest supermarket. You can fill me in here. 
<laughs> yes, this one got Alec going pretty good in the office uh, this week. Woolworths have recently introduced a new feature known as Members Prices mm. or Members Price. Woolworths is making a strategic play, hoping to stop customers going elsewhere. Starting Wednesday, some Woolies specials will only be available for those signed up to its everyday reward scheme. If you're shopped at places like BCF or Decathlon in Australia, you'll be familiar with this concept. It's essentially a loyalty program where members get exclusive discounts on various items. So basically how it works, being a member of Woolworths Everyday Rewards loyalty program will give members exclusive access to a cheaper price on a range of items. So two prices, one for a member, one for the plebs, sorry, one for the (laughs) non-members. I mean, that's not so unusual. I've definitely been a member of like local co-op and you get 10% off. But I guess it's a big deal that a big organisation is doing it. What is the rationale behind this move by Woolworths? Yeah, so I'll borrow some thoughts from consumer expert Professor Gary Mortimer here. He says it's a really smart strategy for Woolworths. And with many Australians grappling with the rising cost of living, Professor Mortimer explains that shoppers often switch between different grocery stores to save money. So Aldi, Coles, Woolworths, they switch between them. So trying to create a program that fosters more loyalty and offers better value to members can be a game changer. However, not everyone's on board with the members' prices from Woolies and this idea. Some view it as a subtle introduction of subscription-like programs into the world of supermarkets. Others concerned that the introduction of multiple price tiers might lead to just confusion. And there's also concerns about data collection and privacy. Yeah. But this also isn't exactly dynamic pricing, is it? Because it's two set prices. It's a member price and a non-member price. It's not adjusting in real time based on factors such as supply and demand, inventory levels or consumer behaviour. You're right. It's not quite dynamic yet. It's more just like two static prices. But you can see how it could be the first step on a longer road towards more dynamic pricing. The next step could be for Woolworths to offer different prices for different members, a more personalised pricing offering. For example, if you're an everyday rewards member that had a habit of buying petrol from a Woolworths-owned service station, then you stop. Well, they could send you a special promotion price to get you back. Or if you're a sucker for a packet of Tim Tams, like like Bryce's, (laughs) (laughs) and you buy them every time you shop without fail, and then they could actually hold back that special member price because they know you're going to buy your Tim Tams anyway. So why give you a discount? Mm. And collecting this volume of data on shopping habits and introducing the idea of differentiated pricing and deals is the first step to start optimizing and potentially personalizing those kind of pricing strategies. Yeah, it makes sense, Simon. And it's a little terrifying. I guess the question that this leads me to is, are these just two isolated examples? I feel like it's not, but I'd love your thoughts on it. Are we going to just see more and more dynamic pricing in the future? I'd say it's very likely, Sasha. Yeah. The Financial Times recently reported that dynamic pricing powered by algorithms and artificial intelligence, the buzzword of the year, is spreading rapidly across various industries. In their report, Robert Cross He was the person who created a computerized dynamic pricing model for Delta Airlines back in the 80s before then doing the same for hotel giants such as Marriott and Hyatt. He was quoted as saying it will eventually be everywhere. And his argument is if you're a business, it's irresistible because it will improve your margins. Anywhere there's a mismatch between what a customer is willing to pay and the actual price is ripe for dynamic pricing. 
While the biggest reason companies do it is to optimize their pricing to maximize revenue, there are also three other key reasons why companies are embracing dynamic pricing. So firstly, it improves customer loyalty and retention by giving personalized offers, discounts, and incentives based on customers' unique behaviors and preferences. Secondly, it allows companies to match competitors' pricing in real time to ensure they're not being beating on price and losing customers. And thirdly, it can really help with inventory management for companies, so clearing out excess stock and stimulating demand for slower moving items, sometimes in real time. That all makes sense, Simon, but there's something that still makes me incredibly uncomfortable about it. I guess it's the idea that you can't plan. Most of us think that businesses should charge a price that covers their costs and gives them a reasonable profit margin. But the idea of them experimenting and figuring out the most we'd be willing or able to pay for an item and then charging us that, it, it just makes you feel like you're not going to have a lot of control. What are the ethics of dynamic and personalized pricing? Well, this is the really hot topic, Sasha. The commotion this week around the rollout of surge pricing in pubs has reignited debates around the ethics of this kind of pricing strategy and whether it is indeed rigged against the consumer. Ethical and legal concerns can indeed come into play. While it's legal and common for consumers to be charged different prices for the same product, using factors like gender, race, or religion for price discrimination can be considered unethical and in some places illegal. And critics argue that dynamic pricing can create a sense of unfairness and result in price fluctuations that erode consumer trust. The confusion, inconsistency and volatility in pricing can trigger negative emotions like anger, frustration or even resentment. Mm. And there has been some well-documented examples and criticisms in recent memory. Fans trying to bag tickets for arena tours by the likes of Beyonce, Coldplay, Harry Styles in the past year have expressed frustration over the wild fluctuations in Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing model. Mm. These actually resulted in some paying more than double than the face value. Yeah, Simon, I mentioned the dynamic pricing for the Taylor Swift tickets before, and that's the same company, Ticketmaster, who sold those. Yeah, and all this has actually even led to a US Justice Department investigation into Ticketmaster's parent company, Live Nation Entertainment, as part of an antitrust probe. Mm. And Phil Hutchinson, he's a founder of another ticketing platform, Dice. They actually shun dynamic pricing. He aptly puts it that these micro moments add up. People start questioning why they're paying exorbitant prices and trust in the system begins to wane. People will ask, why are these tickets $1,000? Are they only available to the ultra-wealthy? If a beer at 6.30pm is a certain price, then an hour later it's a totally different price. You just start losing trust in the system. Yeah, I think consistency and trust go hand in hand, so I can totally understand where those feelings are coming from. I guess the debate will continue. I heard Scott Galloway comment specifically on this topic on surge pricing on a recent podcast. And if it doesn't work, they'll adapt and they'll get rid of it. And if consumers throw up on it and don't like it, they'll stop it. This is capitalism at work, except if they're a monopoly and they abuse that power, Ed. But Simon, assuming consumers don't revolt, are we going to see more examples of dynamic pricing in the future? Yes, Sasha, as mentioned earlier, it feels like the trend is only heading in one direction at the moment. As businesses have more of their inventory and pricing systems online, as new technology like electronic shelf labels enable faster price changes in stores, 
And as companies collect more and more data on us and a new computing technology like AI allows us to better analyze that data, we're only going to see more, not less dynamic pricing. But it will definitely remain a delicate balance. Some will get it right, but don't be surprised to see more headlines of consumer pushing back as well. The pubs in the UK are probably a classic example of not getting it right, or at least from a PR perspective. It's not the best PR, is it, when somebody says it's going to cost you more money for a pint? Some argue that a more customer-friendly approach would have been actually for the pubs to just raise prices overall and then offer more discounts during quieter times instead of increasing prices during peak hours. Yeah. So much like you might go to an early show at the movies or theatre and pay less. So those are examples of feeling like you're benefiting from dynamic pricing, so the carrot rather than the stick. So psychology can play a massive role with dynamic pricing as well. Yeah, that's such a good point, Simon. And so much is in the messaging after all, isn't it? It's going to be a game of strategy to find that sweet spot between the business needs and keeping the customer satisfied, to quote Paul Simon. Well, Simon, we might leave it there for today. As always, if you've enjoyed the dive, I'm going to ask you for a really quick favour. Could you jump in your podcast app and give us a five-star review and write a few lovely words? It's a really small action from you, but it actually makes all the difference in terms of getting our podcast in front of new, fresh ears. I ask every single episode, but that's because we really need you to do this. Please, it makes all the difference. Simon, thanks so much for jumping on today. I hope your beers remain cold and cheap wherever you are. (laughs) Thanks, Sasha. Likewise. (laughs) Until next time. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.